0: Happy birthday, little bastard. Not better. Welcome to to Silly Wales. This is a mental health podcast. Uh, My name is Alex Cupid. I'm joined by my long-term best friend. Well, you're one of four best friends, really. You know, you're part of the group. Yeah. hold me together. Yeah, it's good. I'm glad. Joe Kimber. I'm glad you're not relying on me alone. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Honestly. I, I am I am the one that is emotionally dependent on. I can't do the emotional dependency. Mm, so okay. Yeah. But yeah. This is a mental health podcast. We discuss um heavy topics. This podcast is for everyone, but it might not be for you and that's okay. Um there's plenty of other happier podcasts out there and I recommend jrvp with anthony justinic and um greg rosenthal because it's a funny podcast and you guys should all be listening to it we do discuss things that might be somewhat triggering like mental health all of the conditions and how they affect us things like um self-improvement which is a topic of today really and how we go through changes so if that is in any way shape or form not your vibe we're not going to hunt you down neither of us can drive in joe's case he can't park so you know, yeah. you're safe. And also, we just yeah. don't do that.
1: Yeah, we don't care. Honestly, don't give a shit.
0: Yeah. Today is Silly Worlds Presents, and then that means it's a very dialed in episode. That means um, we're not going to go off on tangents about taking over the universe or headbutting a star. Okay? All it is, is um, we have a topic, and we're going to delve into it. And Joe, can you tell us what today's topic is? It's about self-worth, Alex.
1: <sighs> Whoa. I know, right? I've always been one. Want- I've always wanted to find it.
0: <laughs> Here we go. To find it. You found it.
1: You... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought, I thought we were just, I thought this is all our discussion was going to be. It's like our plans of finding self-worth. Is that not it?
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Let's go on the journey, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's all right. Let's start planning now. You
0: know, yeah. what is self-worth though? What is self-worth in your ideal, ideal scenario situation or life? Yeah.
1: I, 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 I I personally wanted to I I I wanted to start by almost saying I'm not sure, but I feel like self worth and what we're kind of going to try and find is it's, it's different from self confidence, right? Like if I had to if I had to guess at how we both feel about it, I wouldn't call it self confidence, which I think is a thing, but I don't think is the same, right? Yeah, because I think that you can easily think they're similar or like conflate the
0: two. Yeah, cuz you can be like really confident in yourself but not think you're worth the time in or like you know from other people or even within yourself.
1: Yeah, you can think you're competent, right? But just not actually meaningful, I guess in some larger sense of it. I definitely think there's overlap though, but the there are distinctions. I pr- since you asked me I'll I'll take i I'll take, a, I'll take a, a a shot. I think if I had to sum sum it up is the feeling of mattering or the feeling of relevance does that make sense not necessarily again in that competency way but in in a sense of feeling like you're feeling like you yourself are are happy with what you are doing or who you are or what what you're kind of providing and so on right yeah whether to be to yourself or others basically it's quite abstract in that sense or
0: quite broad. Well, it, self worth is how it applies to you in certain moments, right? Like the way I view professional athletes' self worth as just as important as their actual fiscal worth, because yeah so many professional sports players who are really good and are considered the best, and they crumble due to their own confidence issues, and we call it confidence, but like we don't really go deep into what makes that player confident, you know? So he might be going through some really like terrible stuff. His personal life maybe. The idea of being a professional footballer is great on paper, but the realities of it are quite tough. So they no longer feel like they're valued by themselves. So then they don't play as well because they don't have that same feeling, like what they do actually matters to the world. And then all of a sudden they they start tanking and then they end up in League Two and then they're playing in the Northern Premier South and we all cry.
1: It's definitely a perspective, right? Or at least it feels like it's a perspective issue is is issue the right word i'm not sure but like it feels like it's a it comes from a place of perspective how really because it's quite a subjective thing which i think is why quite a lot of people regardless of their objective situation can feel like they lack it or don't lack it i think probably there are people in the world and cultures in the world where like it's not that there isn't a, a way of talking about it but there are probably people if you went up to them and said this word like and they could understand what you meant by it they probably wouldn't know what the actual term means or they couldn't like, define it. Like I think it's quite hard to define for a lot of people who may have, been, have never had to think about it that much.
0: Yeah, like I think self-worth is... I think everybody thinks of self-worth, but whether or not they actually take account of it and factor it into, uh, into things is, is a different thing entirely. Like I've met right. lots of people who who don't really look at things like confidence and self-worth and concepts of mental health and mental stability as real things. So it's very binary in the sense of, you know, I need to do this, so I'm going to do this. But they won't factor in how they mentally feel about it or how they emotionally feel about it because there's just no actual, you know, them as people. You know, they have a few, uh you know, they have, a, uh, have conditions themselves, you know? So it, it, it's not having an emotion or not having a feeling towards it is having an emotion and having a feeling towards it.
1: Right. It's just not something they can, like, uh, extra, uh, not extrapolate. It's the other word that basically means to explain. They can't explain it necessarily. They yeah. can't talk about it, but they they can't really they comprehend can. the, that passage really. Yeah, what's going on back there? It's just but, yeah. they feel one way or the other.
0: But, yeah, like so, our versions of self worth, and this is me talking for both of us, has always been like coming from the idea of uh, from a social aspect is us believing that we actually matter in the world that we're in. Yes. Yeah. I think we 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 splinter individually off into our different versions of self worth, but like at, at its fundamental core, it's trying to understand that we do matter in the world we live in, and that there are people around us who are like you know who love us, and we need to acknowledge that they love us and like fully believe that they love us. You know?
1: Yeah, I, I do think there's levels to it. There's almost like a Maslow hierarchy of needs element where there's bits of there's elements of self worth where it's like you know. Am I doing something that I feel is important or is providing or is, you know, has some kind of like maybe moral or like personal se- satisfaction, for example, and doing something like that and then feeling like, hey, I'm doing something that's worthwhile versus something that's like, I'm, you know, am I even worth loving? And, and things like that. Like a completely different like section of it is about, like, is it, is about, am I, Am I someone who is being is being cared for or or, or by anyone, or should I be cared for am i am, am essentially am i doing enough for people to care about or or for me or what or or whatever I think a lot of those i think there's delineations of this that you could probably go down there's probably something that I'm not even aware of until it, unless I was to think about it more of a of another kind of worth which is completely separate from those two I think those are the main two for me at least if I had to guess if i had to say like what to stand out for me I th- in, in my in the in the way in which i'm in which i think all the time about things like that um i think those are the two that stand out to me
0: yeah like i feel like um for me as well those like those definitely stand out i think for me to, to now delve a little bit like deeper into the personal side of things like for me it's always been about am i a liability in that regard yeah um a lot of the time and i, I take it back to sports for that reason because there'll be times where I'm playing a game of football and my positions on the pitch were always vital positions like every position is technically vital but playing in goal and being like a, a defender which are the two positions I play mostly as a goalkeeper it, it, your self-worth is very fragile as a, as a child especially so when you make a mistake you think of yourself as a liability to the team you're with so then You don't believe you're of the standard to be there. You don't feel like you're worth anything to them and that they want you gone. And that's a mindset that's followed, like me in a social way as well. I'm always like, these people will be better off without me. So I look to to subtract myself from situations where everything's okay because I don't actually feel like I belong there because I'm not off the same caliber there.
1: What you just said made me realize that you could probably delineate further which is and i don't know how to describe this but i'm gonna have a go and is there kind of like a positive and negative version of these things where like you could have a positive like feeling you could feel sort of in a way i'm or or, sorry you can have issues in two asp in two ways which is the idea of not feeling like a burden and then feeling like you matter almost as two separate ideas where you know I'm the goalie, am I being a burden for the team in the way that I am? Or am I, you know, a member of society who is, uh, who is, you know, giving more than I'm taking away or whatever in your in the way that you think? Or is it, and, and then you can have another version of it, which is, am I, you know, oh, am I uh, providing enough for this? You know, th- there's no burden here in the sense that there's no, I'm taking something from them. It's more like, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing what I'm trying to do. What I need to do. Am I doing enough? Basically, it's more. It's less of a case of burden and more of a case of am I providing enough? That's a sort of positive idea, not in a positive as in good, like happy, but positive as in trying to add on versus the idea of trying not to be negative, not trying to be a minus on on something. I'm sure you could say that they definitely have like overlap to them in any moment, but I almost wonder if there's like a way in which people might have more of one and less of the other in terms of what they're dealing with at any moment in time
0: yeah i think i think it made me what you said made me realize like how situational it all is and how precious it is as well like you know have you ever had a moment where like you felt pretty good about yourself and then it gets snapped away from you like really quickly
1: oh yeah it's 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 it's, there's nothing eternal about it It's, it's it's completely changeable it's to, to talk about like the value of self-worth for a second i i it, it's interesting because to an extent it's not valuable it to because it's not like something that we can like hold on to and, and it sticks around for it's one of those things that's constant I, I think there is a constant need to have it uh affirmed but it's not something that really it, it's not like something that's a trophy that i can put up and go you know i feel i have good self-worth and then kind of move on from like It's not like good habits, for example, where it's like, I'm keeping up good habits. That's good. And I can feel good about that because that's a constant, like a recurring thing. And obviously that can change from time to time, but you can in the moment go, okay, well, this is something I normally do. What is, what's about to happen is going to be a, a change from the norm. So let's try and bring it back to where it was before, which was a good place. You could think of self-worth a bit like that, where you could feel where if it was more kind of eternal. But because it's so subjective and because realistically it's kind of about how you feel in the moment and probably got much more to do with just how you emotionally feel as well as like other psychological notions going on that like that as a result i keep saying like too much um that as a result use of um it, it it's actually something that needs to be both paid attention to in a in the larger scale but to an extent from time to time there's almost this you don't need to you don't need to like always feel good all the time if that makes sense like it's not yeah. necessary for you to live for you to survive for you to generally feel good about what you're doing obviously things like jobs and stuff and hobbies can provide that sense of satisfaction and so on which can feel good over the over a span of time and so that's why those are helpful but you know if you're if you are if something has happened and you're now stressing out a lot more and you feel like you're not performing as well as you as you normally would to take like the 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 self-worth or how you're generally feeling in the moment about yourself and like extrapolating that to be how you are as a person in all aspects and you know going forward is is a bad thing to do right or is it bad it's a bad like start i guess because it's so change ever changing you know um there's a word for this. I'll look. I'll try and find it while while we're talking about it, but it's a very good <laughs> word to describe yeah. what I
0: mean. Because um, I, I I always think about events when it comes to self-worth. For me, there's like a really sharp, like I get this really sharp anxiety pain and I kind of feel it crumbling away from me. It's like, um, I can't think of a last way to describe it. It's like a, a really crumbly cheese. It just kind of dissolves around you. And that's how it, it feels for me. It feels like you, everything just, Erodes away, and you're very, very raw in that moment, and it takes like a lot from you, and you have to then build it back up. But it is a mission because you, I never really know where to start to build back up self worth. It just kind of happens naturally. I don't ever seek out going for it because I don't actually know what I'm looking for. People say, "Oh, go to the gym," that makes me feel better, but it doesn't make me feel like I'm worth. I'm worth something. Like I, I, you know, oh, do your, do, do your poetry. That doesn't make me feel. Like, like i'm worth anything It just makes me feel like i have a cathartic release but it doesn't actually make me feel like i'm worth something so it's like uh, what do you do
1: <laughs> yeah the, the the weakness of that statement alone also is that you don't always perform your best in those scenarios so if you're if you're trying to go out of your way by doing things that you feel are worth doing and you're not performing that well it i it can it can create like a, a cycle of, of Negative self-talk, where you're seeing the impact of this. M- m- the impact of this is that you are performing worse, right? So you're going to continue performing worse, effectively, if you're just doing it for that. I, I don't think there's. I don't think there's nothing useful about that. That style of behaviour, like you know, doing things that doing things that you like doing, for example, that that does make you generally feel better. So there is the potential for that. But I agree that I, I don't. I don't think there's an easy. Like I don't think there's like an obvious way of doing it. Um, I I was gonna say though I do I, I have realized over time, and at least this is true for me. and I know this won't be true for everyone because people have very different feelings about social stuff. I I, I find a lot of my self worth comes from a lack of from a feeling of alienation from other people. Um, and me essentially becoming very subjective. No, not subjective. Very um. Uh, like looking upon myself as a person and having nothing to like work off of i will then essentially idealize everyone else because i don't really i'm not seeing them who they actually are and actually interacting with them and and stuff so suddenly i i will feel very alienated very isolated and then suddenly self-worth becomes worse but i do find that there are occasions now where i'm like okay i just need to talk to someone about this i need to kind of be open about this or i need to be like or i need to say to them like hey let's do something that is it's is not an, it's not about having fun even though that's definitely a part of it but it's about having that kind of affirmation from those around you that do we, we'll get into this a bit more later when we talk about like how we came to how we've come to our own feelings and senses of it but that i feel like sometimes a lot of the time i have to affirm that yeah. self worth through some social interaction with someone, which I don't think is a bad thing on its own. I do think there are problems potentially to it, but I think that it's
0: kind of a necessary issue sometimes, or a necessary downfall or flaw with it. As I was, I was shifting to the value of self worth, it is very much. I feel like it can be your self worth can be transferable to somebody else, and you can your how you feel about yourself is very much dependent on how somebody feels about you as well. And um, as we discuss like, the social settings that we've been in, and like how it feels when our self worth is crumbling, it's like it's not really something that we should be selling. But in a way, we do, and we sell it off to sometimes the lowest bid as possible. Yes, I agree with that. Like, there's um, like, I can talk, I can pinpoint social media as a basic as a big example. I can be like, look, we have you have a million followers, but you don't really none of them mean anything to you. And you're you're posting things that you don't really have the heart in. You just do it because you know that that people are going to give you gratification in the form of you know a like or a, a a retweet or whatever the fuck it is. But you know it's very empty. It's very empty. And but we put our, our self worth into that. You know, oh, I lost a couple of followers, and then you feel like shit for the rest of the day. That that you've invested. You've you've given them <laughs> a part of you for for nothing. It's not it's not good it doesn't do anything
1: yeah i I definitely think it can't be parasocial at least like the the means for achieving it um like there's just because realistically i think the relationship by which the relationships even by which you craft it or or feel it it has to be something that is has to be one which is like quite meaningful to you and 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 that doesn't mean it has to be in person, although, like for me and you, I think it it helps a lot more um, to to have a, to have a more intimate relationship with someone, and that relationship be you know be like that. But as a general rule, the most important element is that you know this is a person that you care about and that you find worth in as well. It's definitely an element of the person, the the people that can make you feel like good in this way have to be people that you almost see in that way so if you don't if you look at someone and you you don't really care about them you might not really care about their reaction to you negative or positive but definitely working as i have in places where people are do talk shit to you on occasion or misunderstand things you do or 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 just want to be complaining you (laughs) there are there are definitely times where like someone has said something to me and genuinely at the end of the day and and after a while like i realized it it just didn't affect me. it didn't matter but if that but of course if, if i was talking to you and we were having a conversation and you were getting on at me in that way or if i was with my mum or my brother or anything like that i'd feel very differently about it naturally yeah. I, of course i would because i care about the perspective that's that's talking to me and there's definitely a sense of you know i i i find you as someone who is worth caring about or i find i find enjoyment with you or i find you know some spark of you that i like and it's 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 getting that reciprocity about it that is quite i i think does a lot of that it does a huge amount of the heavy lifting if not all of the heavy lifting because really when we're talking about self-worth i'm not quite sure what we're referring to but it's just that feeling of i matter um do you want to talk about this anymore or should we get to our own like more personal stories on how we Yeah, should?
0: yeah, yeah. Well well we actually yeah. said we're into it perfectly. I matter. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like but 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 as you said though, like you said you mentioned about the idea of like um who like people in the store being like dicks to you is one thing, but then like your parents, myself or whatever, being mean to you is another thing. Um yeah. it is like figuring out that you actually matter is also being strong enough to block those things from people, you know? Because you're going to have people who you don't like or people who you absolutely love, like maybe they'll tear you down and might be for the best that happens. Maybe they're saying something very like needed, you know? Maybe your behavior isn't the greatest, but it it will still hit you. But also strong enough to understand where it's coming from, especially depending on who it's from. If it's from someone who is an absolute dick to you and and, and doesn't like you, then you can take it in one way. But if it's from someone who, who you know loves you and is there for you, then how are you gonna internalise that without it corrupting your self worth? Actually
1: to that point, the we didn't really talk about it, but actually that that negative the top like what we we generally probably would call toxic more often than not. Um yeah. of, of someone that you care about or someone you trust or someone you have you find authority in, giving yeah. you a lot of shit for no good reason. Yeah. That's all a, that's all about like you you having this sense of self worth, whatever, being Attacked constantly yeah. by someone that you actually care about, the, the, the fucking opinion of.
0: Because that's so the thing. Like, it definitely goes both ways. I, I, that's the thing, because sometimes your, your self worth can get hit if it, if something is said about you in a way that you don't agree with. For example, you know, like like if I oh, don't know, it's it's never this way. But let's say you were running late for lunch, even though I'm the one that's always late for everything. Um, and then I have a go at you, be like, come on, you're always late for lunch. come on, why are you doing this to me? Your self worth might take a hit, but I don't mean to actually hurt your self worth. I'm just annoyed. <laughs> I'm annoyed that you're yeah. always late. You know, yeah. um, and, and that's what I mean by that. Like, there'll be people who, who love you and say things that hurt your self worth, but they don't mean it in that way. As people absolutely hate you. Like, I, I, I've been in games. I've been bringing up sports a lot, but it's super relevant to this. Um, yeah, because sure. that's where that's where self worth actually comes from. Like, you know I, I'm more tired. There'll be sessions where I'm like, I don't belong in this standard of of like people i'm getting kicked in the fucking head you know i feel like i'm just um like i don't know i feel like i'm a, I'm a drunk guy off the street you know who said i could fight yeah i, I feel like that you know I, and you get tossed around you get thrown around you get kneed you get you know kicked in the leg you get punched in the forehead like all that stuff happens and you, and you feel like you're just not there you feel like you're not ready yet and you're in and i have that a lot i had that in many many aspects of my life you know um I mess up something at work. I don't belong here. I'm not good enough here. Um, applying for jobs. I'm not good enough here. I'm, I'm not going to make it here. Everything I do, I put. I actually put a limit on myself a lot by telling myself that I won't like do well enough here. Um, when in reality, I probably would, but I never give myself the opportunity. And it's about understanding that not only like do you matter, but you matter enough so that you can implement a positive action on something.
1: Yeah, there's... There's a really interesting element to this, like, especially when you talk about like impact, where I think one of the things that really got to me, like obviously over the years, I have had conversations with people where I've realized, oh, actually, you do like me. I mean, it's actually incredible how long it was before I emotionally felt that my brother loved me. You know, it's not like I had any particular reason to think otherwise, but genuinely as an adult, I was still struggling with
0: that. And yeah, I still don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> yeah that's a whole different thing um but i like you know i have my um you know and and uh with kestas kestas like i think we, we i remember us being uh on a balcony on uh, outside a flat and we were talking to each other and then I, I don't know how it got onto this topic but it just came out that we were talking about like how i felt about myself and stuff and 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 I, I think i was even telling him like I, I don't know how i make friends because i don't see what anyone has to gain from being with me i, I don't see what like i don't understand what i'm providing at all surely there's some you know i i see these people that i aspire to be more like surely they should be with them not with me kind of thing which one yeah. is is just trying to objectify something that isn't actually objective which is how People feel about other people that's that's just not an objective thing that's a subjective experience that we will have to understand and we understand we're all different and stuff and we we provide different things for different people et etc et etc. probably other conversations that can go into this more deeply the objectification versus subjectification of stimuli but um but what i but I remember like giving him all of this and explaining this, and he said, well. You know I like, I like hanging out with you because we have good conversations and yeah and, and and other things besides, but that stood out for me because despite the fact that I knew we would have conversation like, you know long conversations that would oh, much better than this episode has, but like you know tangent after tangent after tangent and so on, you know it, I, I could have started a podcast many, many years ago, Alex. in fact, we all could have, because of the amount of yeah. shit that we've talked about and everything. yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's, it's it, not that, not that we needed to but <laughs> i don't know if we need to now to be perfectly honest but we're doing it regardless yeah, um, of course. it's but it, there is a uh, a genuine sense that like when he said that to me that then that impact the impact he could have positively on how i felt about myself and realize and same with my brother when he told me like when i said like when i i, I think i doubted at one point that he like i think i said like i don't even know if you like me as a person outside of me being your brother or whatever he's like of course i love you what the fuck are you talking about basically was the response and it's like and and, and to, to think that i was ever at a point where any of this was in doubt you know I, there were many times where i thought my dad like i didn't uh, you know was i enough for my dad or was i enough for my mum? was i enough for anyone i mean it's incredible to think that, that these things are and i think that enough part is a really big element to it to be honest because what what would be enough and when would i achieve that and how would i know that is up in the air that you know that's, what could that possibly mean how would i measure it etc but that i think what that ended up doing reflected onto me how i can do that for someone else you know the, the the need to explain to others that you care about them and love them or that you or that you appreciate them and so on i think it's just something that needs to happen not because you know we're all sensitive yeah you know or whatever like you know no no, like bullshit talking points it's more just a case of i think we all do better when we feel so open and honest with one another and comfortable enough to both accept and give praise that is sincere and well founded you know that there needs to be that we you can't just have and i definitely for men this is a more it, it, this is a very interesting topic, like of like male to male relationships and man to man relationships of how we engage with one another. I mean, I say, I say, I love you almost every time that we hang up the phone at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. So, so this is, you know, and, and in almost every occasion, and we hug each other and stuff like that. This is our way. This is one of the ways I feel, anyway, that I am helping to provide that I love you and I appreciate you aspect. Beyond just hanging out with you, which has its own elements, but it doesn't always tell you exactly what the nature of your relationship is, so it's almost an understanding of relationships that has to happen but yeah sorry i've I've been talking a lot just here, but i've I've sort of answered quite a few different things and made my own point,
0: so hopefully that's okay. no, no, it's perfect, like yeah, again, like these episodes are where we talk about a specific subject and how we relate to the subject. we We're not here to give you a university grade lecture on the subject itself um. Which no, is I'll the beauty that. of all yeah, well, people we try. Um, you know, get me in the Oxford Union.
1: <laughs> um, oh yeah, but, yeah.
0: Um, but what I really, you know, what I really want to like hit home in my point is the importance of it and how we strengthen ourselves. And and I was I, was, I mentioned that before. I've, there was this idea of the idea of self worth and knowing if somebody loves you is super important. Like I I, I struggle with connection. In that regard, like, I struggle to know if someone actually cares for me or um, not care for me. So <laughs> it, it, it's always a little bit of a um, of a white, like, so uh, people, I, I don't know, I've had a few friends who say that they have themselves, like, rejection sensitivity, where any sort of rejection hits them really badly. And i oh, multiple yeah. friends say it. Um, yeah. Multiple friends, like, I had a friend break down in tears because I said, it was something really innocuous, and it's a very me thing to say. Um, we were walking, and she was saying, "Oh, do you want to um like come back to mine? Nothing sexual, but I was like ridiculously tired, so I just went. Honestly, I can't be asked. I'm dying. I'm real tired, and i had a big smile on my face as I said it. I was dying. I was really tired. (laughs) Um, yeah. Yeah. And you're in um, that
1: silly, you're in that silly tired mood where you just have a a smile painted on your face, but you can't like
0: think. Yeah. Effectively, I'm in that silly mood twenty four seven for the past like two two and a half weeks. Okay, and um, it's like so. She just looked at me, she went, Oh, and a single gangster tear came down her face, and I was like, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" Yeah. And um, she Uh-oh. knew what I was saying wasn't malicious or wasn't like bad, but the idea of something her was so like a sensitive for her, it, it triggered that emotion. So even though she knew I wasn't being like evil or mean, what I said felt evil and mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then like, yeah, like I or what was what was even better is that I actually didn't go back to hers anyway. Like I consoled her, gave her a hug, but I didn't go back to hers because as she put it later on, if she gets what she wants by crying, she will then internalize it as a habit. So and like she's very aware of her mental health. So she's very aware that she has a very narcissistic viewpoint. It's really, really like good to see somebody who's aware of that side of them. Um, hmm. So she knows that if she can get something by crying, then she will cry. So she's unlearning that. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's cool. <laughs> that oh, makes cool. sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it with self worth as well. Like, there's people who I know, people who you know, who are like very confident within themselves and feel like they're worth a lot, and it's a beautiful thing to see. But whenever you see someone with self-worth and that confidence not have it anymore, it is a scary look.
1: It's weird, actually, for certain people when they have those downturns where it, <laughs> I guess maybe from my perspective, where it's like, have you never had this happen to you before? You know, where it's like their entire world is upside down and they're, and they're struggling and you're, and you're genuinely like, oh, you, like, it feels like yeah. this has not been an experience for them. And that might be entirely wrong, but that's what it looks like from the outside. Just because of the way that maybe just because of the way I'm interpreting it more than the, how they actually are, you know, externally, really.
0: But we look at each other like we always look like we don't we don't like we always look like we're in a shambles. <laughs> so, so it's like, like, but we we have like like you know like friends who are uh, like outside of this this show and 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 we look at them and they're like yeah everything's great and then we see them go through something and it's like yo, you look like me, fuck <laughs> like you know i I feel like we
1: have like a sort of put together like a shambles under a put togetherness where we're not really revealing our, how we actually feel like fully, but we're not no, I, afraid to I, I we're not afraid to say it to one another, so yeah, we get that, the like, context
0: I feel like people look at us and like they probably go, ah he he has a podcast on mental health, I can just tell <laughs> like you know. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure, there's been days where we've gone into like social scenarios where we look like death, we look like debt, you know, to quote Joey Diaz you know we look like we look like we've gone through through the ringer, we have that battle look on our face, you know like we're prepared to eat shit, and it's like in reality like we're, what we probably need is some more assurances. And that's the thing with self worth um as much as I hate how much we give to other people, other people can also increase its value, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I I think the the main reality, the the main thing to realize is that there is no, there's no singular direction in which self-worth changes. It's you absolutely, you know, someone can make, can, can affect you in a horrible way. We're about to get into the next topic, um, things, people can do things that affect you negatively or society can do so, but there is every possibility for the opposite to be true, that, that society or someone can do things for you that better you so much you yeah. know and and to the point of just just to, to truly cap off in this moment about about like why should we even care about this so what's like the kind of motivating factor to build a society in which this is useful uh, or, or this is something we push to have be good is that essentially it's kind of a cheat code because when you feel good about yourself everything feels easy and when everything feels easy, there's so much more you can provide to others and to yourself and it, you can create just a an a, a almost like sustainable economy of goodness, you know, that continues to make itself feel better. Obviously there's ups and downs naturally that, that will never change people, you know, biologically, yeah. physiologically that will happen as well as like different things will come up in your life. But that's a main, like a main aspect of, of, Hey, how do we improve? how we generally
0: all are, that's a really good one. Yeah, way. yeah, yeah. Like, I, I always view it as as this. I, I don't expect the world to adopt to those changes, right? We live in a world in which um, it's a very capitalistic world on every on every currency. So the currency of poor mental health is very much a major thing in the world. People profit off of us feeling bad about ourselves. And I say it sounds like a conspiracy theorist. Well, I'm not. We didn't land on the moon either, and the earth is flat. But... <sighs> The, here's the thing, Certain, every single news corporation says things and puts out headlines that are triggered to hurt how we feel to make us feel lesser than ourselves and to make us feel afraid and, and, and upset and panicked. Influencers on various platforms post pictures of themselves that are edited to make ourselves feel you know, insecure and inadequate about our body as if our bodies aren't good enough for society standards. A lot of this is things that we can't really change but we can change how we're affected by it. But
1: also- Certainly not on an individual basis, right? Yeah, like individually, there's not much we can do.
0: But we can build our own society. We have, we have our own communities and that's what I keep trying to bring, especially as, 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 a, as, a, as a football coach and as, like a, as a, someone who in works with children, but also who, who works in groups of different people. You have to be a team player. And if you can be a team and you can imagine as a society that is a team, a team of society, and you can do something as simple as getting everybody on the same page to build each other up rather than dismantle each other, and try to build each other through constructive critique as a way to build somebody rather than destructive critique. Like you could then build that society that we dream of for the whole world, but in in a team of eleven, and that is incredible. And do you know what those teams do? Those teams win. You know we have all these guys talk about success and and being an alpha and all that stuff. But guess what? Like, they're always lacking something. They're never quite winning anything. But mm-hmm. a team that is really happy, oh my goodness, you can't stop them. Like, they're yeah, just walking
1: it, with it. And to your point, it can be so small. Like, the the communities that we're talking about. I imagine family, you, you know, even families essentially can yeah. be like that. Have you, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not quite sure. Maybe you felt this with my family or whether It's interesting because obviously other families feel different than your own. But have you ever, like, gone to someone's house and
0: you just felt... Like, oh, this is really nice. I wish, <laughs> you know. Yeah, all, all of my friends, all, all of my friends, um, it felt like their families were like super, like loving and and like, oh, well, not all of them, but the vast majority. Like, you, you, you stick out. Um, like my my friend Ben, like, um, I, and even that, like, it's weird because maybe I, I don't know if I can say this or not, but like, yeah, you know, his family went through a divorce midway through our secondary school, um, and the. Family atmosphere felt the same. Mm. So, like, but because when you build a household that like, the atmosphere is loving, there is still loving happening, even though it's not in the like most harmonious of ways. Um, yes, but we, we like life in general, like especially like yeah, your family, like you know, again, like we spoke about your dad. Um, uh, so yeah, stoic men don't eat blood. That stoicism comes from love, though. It's not a I'm cool. It's a no. I'm just. That's just who he is, but he projects a lot of love. And that might not be for the outsider. That is a comfort, you know? That's what we love. Yeah, love.
1: Yeah. To be, to be fair, I did have a lot of problems communicating with my dad for quite a long time, I think, because of it. But I think there's that element of, again, if that communic- if, it, if, if, if enough had been communicated to me kind of actively, and, we, and I mean, more importantly, also if I had kind of been taught to understand it better, You know to understand how my dad is for him to basically explain himself and for me to explain how i am and stuff and for us to come to a come to an understanding through that uh you know if i have a child and they're kind of more like my dad than like me in that respect that's something that we're gonna have to cover i'm gonna have to cover like hey this is i i need something from you to, to, to make me feel like you know my my child isn't suffering just because i'm not hearing from you that like you feel good necessarily and the same goes the other way that like i need to obviously respect elements of them as well and need to just know need to know exactly what i need to give them you know
0: yeah i I, you know me like i have my um like similar with me and like my older brother and it's always a a battle because he's very similar to your dad in the idea of not saying much um for me not understanding where you stand with someone who like is supposed to care for you is, is scary and yes that was my whole relationship with my brother like for, for forever like, it still technically is like where it's like a you don't really know if, whether they care like you mentioned in the beginning with your own brother but you don't really know what the like what the outcome is and you're worried about that relationship that in media and how it's portrayed is seen as always loving, constant loving. And you want it to replicate that, but it doesn't. Like, I, I would see families and, you know, like The Simpsons, and even that, like, it was chaotic love. Or you see, like, the black sitcoms, and you'll see chaotic love. You see, you know, white sitcoms, and you'll see that same love. So it's yeah. like, you wanted that, but that is a very nuclear and binary way of looking at things. And life isn't like that because people work jobs, you know.
1: Yeah, people have a lot to do. People people have a lot on their plate. People and and people can't always be emotionally available. I do I do think it's an incredibly important skill to develop for being a parent. But that's but again, it's like I can't. That's both. That's hard to do, and something that I can't really, you know, I, I can't. I'm trying to think how to describe this. I can't like give someone shit for it if that makes sense. Yeah. you know in, in, in a way it's one of those weird scenarios where like it has so much to offer and i do think there is an element that that I, I, we need to become more aware of Of is it called like emotional um god I, I i had this word in my head earlier because i was thinking i need to talk about this but where like it, it, there's there's a word that's used to define the fact that people are like very emotionally um uh without like it, there's very little emotional like ha- uh Fuck! I need to, I need to find this word. It, it it's <laughs> it's not emotional isolation, but it's very similar to that
0: word. Dissidence.
1: Dissidence is that? I, I'm not
0: sure. I, I, I made that up. Yeah, no, no. It's. Um, we're gonna have to do a part two of this, aren't we?
1: No, I think. No, I think we're getting close to the end. To be part, To be honest, unless I'm.
0: Uh, you're seeing further than I am, but. I'm seeing forty nine minutes, but all we have is how do you feel about it now? As a final thing. But yeah but I'm we can like
1: oh i see what you mean yeah we could do a separate
0: yeah i think we've done what's yeah. on the bullet points yes okay i get what you. Mean. i mean like uh a self-worth part two later on that's what i mean because i yeah. feel like um we, we've touched on things that could be expanded further upon yeah but but here we are we're both are you 27 now uh, i am indeed jesus he'll so be 28 this year right yeah jesus christ so yeah joe's uh 27 i'm 26 um This whole podcast is us being in our mid-20s and like discovering life, in a way, and our mistakes and our highlights, our lowlights and things like that. Um, How are we feeling about self-worth now? I'm going to rephrase the question and be like, and make it more, do we feel like we matter right now? It depends how you (laughs) ask it,
1: genuinely. I think it does depend how you ask it right now. Because I think if you said, do I think I matter to other people? I would say yes. I think I, I think I matter to you. I think I matter to the people who love me. Like there, there was a a whole long learning experience that came from me realizing and now kind of and not just realizing but remembering, like clearly recognizing day to day that people do actually care and so on and so forth. Right? You know, not not losing that completely. Um, I, I definitely do. But if you ask me at some like kind of fundamental. At a fundamental level, do I feel happy with myself? Do I feel i'm 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 worth what I want to be, or like do I feel I'm worth like my own kind of self in in, in in a more personal, kind of fundamental way? Not quite. And certainly that has to do with work, for example. like ultimately, this is not a job I want to be in, and I want to be doing something else and I want to be doing something that I feel is important as well as being something that I can find satisfaction in the act of you know at the moment i'm like doing a job which is a necessary you know job that needs to exist it's not that it's not a bullshit job but it's also a job which i'm which i find no personal emotional reciprocity from and it's one of those jobs and and i find little satisfaction so there's a there's a mix of uh, and also there are things that i kind of think more about and care more about that are fundamentally good things to do or fundamentally good jobs to be a part of that I would maybe find more satisfaction with, which is worth exploring and pursuing. So therefore, in that respect, no, I wouldn't say I'm I feel self the self-worth to the I think I'm quite neutral in that respect. Not content, but also not like happy. Not content as in like I'm I'm below that, but I'm not to the point of feeling like really negative about it. It's just more like it's quite a strong motivator. It's quite a strong push factor, if you will. Shout out to geography. Um, to like uh to, to want to do something different to change, you know, like it's a motivational yeah. factor.
0: Yeah. Um G. Oh dear. Um <laughs> <laughs> you can be honest, man. Be honest. What is the actual question? <laughs> I
1: mean you rephrased it, so <laughs> I know. That, that
0: that tells you everything. So we're gonna take two sets of the ring, no, I joke. Um no no I think I think you know I think I want to matter, which is a problem within itself. Um, so, wanting to and actually matching are two very different things. So, I feel like I'm in the space where I want people to care, but I also don't feel like people care. And then there's some moments where I go, "Everybody cares," and it's a, it's that conundrum that we're in. Um, so, I, I always feel like in between those two. Um,
1: yeah do you, do you do you cognitively at least agree? Or like, understand that I personally, for example, really care about you and think that you're an incredible
0: human being. Is that something you like cognitively understand? Like, just about, yeah, just about. Um, that's what you know. Like, somebody stalking you for ages does see though, because like four years ago, I could say, "Oh yeah, yeah, Joe loves me." Now I don't say that. Like, you know, I, I I struggled with the idea of of people wanting to. Be near me because of just how, in general, like I think a, a lot of people have kind of done that to me over time, where they kind of wick away at you, and then you you feel like you're very beholden to them, and also just how you grew up as well. Like my family atmosphere, it's not it was not horrific or horrible, but I don't have the most loving of families. So I would hear like other people say to their kids, "Oh, I love you." Da, da, da. Uh, that, that didn't exist for me. So then it's always I didn't get that. So that means they don't. And then as I grew as I grew up and I grew older, like the, the same thing still kind of like permeated and stayed there. But um, you know, yeah. Long story short, uh, I the, know I'm out of somewhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I found the word by the way that I was looking for before. It's quite it's it's quite a an important one and it's I think it's I can look more into this for maybe next time when we talk about this a bit more, but uh, emotional neglect is it it is a is is essentially not having enough. um I think I don't think it's like pure. I think emotional neglect isn't like pure lack of. I think it's a case of. I mean, maybe I've maybe that is too strong a term. Again, I'll kind of look up more into this because I know what I'm looking for, but I don't quite know the the exact terminology. But for emotional neglect in the sense of oh, emotional deprivation—that's what it's called. Fuck, I, it came to me as I was thinking about like, what exists <laughs> between neglect and and um and like enough emotional deprivation or um or being essentially not having enough of your emotional needs met and it turns out that kind of like being malnourished or not having enough water like generally speaking as a society most people don't drink enough water and most people don't eat in such a way like healthily enough that everyone is basically malnourished most of the time people are um, homies yeah <laughs> my hydrophobies um people are generally speaking emotionally deprived or ha- or are very very much are malnourished in their emotional uh, development or, or like what they were given during during development and also like in day-to-day life Like we actually have compared to what would feel compared to certain cultures or societies or whatever and probably in terms of what our brain like kind of wants us from a social, from a social aspect for most people again obviously there's you know there's limits and, and tiers to this depending on who you are but the 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 need the affectional need the emotional need for affection is something that most people lack and as a result i think like not only loneliness can be tied obviously very clearly to this but i think self worth very much has is 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 within that because we are not find, we're not able to easily point to people in our own lives that and, and can say, Yep, that's someone who I that's someone who I know cares about. Like I think there's very few people who maybe not very few people, but I would be shocked to an extent if there was someone on my road, you know, in London where I could point to any of the houses and say that, oh yeah, they, they could point to one of the other houses on the street and say, someone in there cares about like isn't that kind of crazy because like considering the spaces you're in considering the the closeness it does seem surprising to me that there's such a lack of community in that sense that we really don't know we don't have anyone like that to point to Um, yeah and communities and societies and stuff can help can really help provide that we don't want to get too much down the weeds of that because there's tons of, of 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 stuff i have ideas about in terms of You know nowadays and prior and also just generally speaking communities that probably should exist and how we should try to organize ourselves generally speaking as a society but like just in terms of like social engagement with one another and that alone like nothing else nothing even like productive really beyond that even though it has its own productive output um but just the 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 fact that we have that, that is consistently something that we lack or, or something that we are un, we are malnourished in which means okay we go into adulthood not even knowing how to how to understand the relationships around us and and one of the things i think is very interesting and i I'll, I'll make this point to the last point of this just because for for how i feel about this for myself is i realize that the more i feel that i matter or the more i feel like people around me have these relationships with me the stronger i feel emotionally with it like it's like a web that's being that's being you know or or something being knitted it's it's a fabric that that is that the more the more lines of twine and and wool and stuff like whatever material you're using the more that goes into it the stronger it actually becomes it's not something that's becoming weaker you know love is not making me feel weaker love is making me feel stronger emotionally it means i can react when someone i know who i who cares about me reacts badly to me i don't feel like the world is falling apart because i know okay some sometimes people feel that way it's not about me necessarily and i don't feel like just because they have not no longer feel that way in the moment that or that i'm not i'm getting a different sense of it doesn't mean that like I'm now a shitty person, or no one loves me. You know, it's it's a bedrock, a foundation of 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 self worth that provides huge strength for lots of things that can happen to you. So I think it makes us more resilient as well than any more than anything else. That that amount of emotional, um, you know, that emotional care, I
0: suppose, and affection. Yeah, um, I ain't got nothing. I ain't got yeah, nothing. I'm- I feel we're good for now. <laughs> cool. Also, Just like that.
1: Yeah, we didn't know how long this would go on for. We've we've made it a yeah. long one.
0: So, great. <laughs> so, guys, um, what was it? How, how, do we, how do we end this again? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, email the show at sillywellspod at gmail.com. Um, this is the number 37th ranked podcast on good pods in mental Ooh. health and health and fitness. Okay? This is an elite caliber <laughs> show. um yeah yeah we don't take ourselves too seriously this has been silly wells we're gonna take two steps to the rear and get out of here we're in the wind see ya
1: bye